This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. But I think certainly for Minnesota, the idea of Beverly really resonated with Rosas, with Chris Finch, and, and he goes in there, and he's going to play an important role for that team as they try to move closer uh, to, to getting perhaps in uh, contention for the play-in tournament. Ooh. Oh, whoa. Was that a Woj bomb? Is he reporting? <laughs> is, is he reporting Timberwolves, the 10 seed? Is that what just happened there? They might be in the top 10. We're all like, oh, really? My sources awesome. tell me. <laughs> Love that little Woj bomb there. Little drop in the. Uh, I, we hear Timberwolves playing tournament. We're like, oh, 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 oh yes. 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 This is Mackie and Judd, daily Minnesota sports entertainment. We just want titles. Or in this case, we just want the playing tournament. For our Minnesota for Timberwolves. Don't push this for one just too this far. Team. Okay? Just this team. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> we've got write that down predictions today on the show and an accountability session. When are you guys going to admit that you were wrong? Every time. Wednesday, actually, on Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily. Uh, but boys, yesterday, so we were all in on this Patrick Beverly trade. You can find all sorts of breakdowns from us. Uh, Dane Moore was on the show yesterday. Doogie. So all you can eat on that front. <laughs> And it kind of it kind of overshadowed the initial not Woj bomb, but like like a Woj grenade, uh, grenade, uh, grenade, a Woj, a Woj flashbang, Woj flashbang. Yeah. Grenade there carries a lot of impact. <laughs> yeah, I think a flashbang. Because flash okay. we're not trying to. He's not going to kill you with it. A Woj flashbang yesterday morning. So on Get Up with our friend, friend of the show, Mike Greenberg. Yeah. He said the Wolves are still being, and he used the word persistent, on Ben Simmons, but they'd almost certainly need a third team to complete a deal. The Sixers aren't getting the offers right now that they would want, whether it's from the Wolves or from elsewhere. So that made the rounds yesterday around the aggregator uh, blogosphere, and some of the Philadelphia blogs picked this up too, and we're saying, okay, all right, so what would this have to look like? So this is what NBC Sports Philadelphia is saying reckless speculation Thursday on a Wednesday here. Carl Anthony Towns is both off the board and a bad fit in Philadelphia. Anthony Edwards is springy and electric, but he's cheap for a few more years, and I don't see Minnesota parting with such a young and promising talent to add a flawed star like Simmons. Like D'Angelo Russell is still just 25 years old and would be a good offensive fit at point guard, but his defensive on-off splits are awful. And there's plenty of reason to think that the standout year with the Nets was just an outlier. Does a combination of Anthony Edwards, Malik Beasley, and future draft picks from the Wolves and maybe other teams do it for Daryl Morey and the Sixers? Eh. Literally, he writes, eh. When you have your sights set on the likes of Damian Lillard, that's a tough sell as a consolation prize. So there appears to be... Even with, like, Philadelphia media, there appears to be a huge... It's funny because in this same paragraph, NBC Sports Philadelphia says, Simmons is a flawed superstar. And then, flawed superstar. And then later, they're like, Damian Lillard. And, oh, I guess if you have to settle for (laughs) Anthony Edwards, Malik Beasley, and a bunch of first-round picks, then I guess we'll settle for it. What are your thoughts on this? Well, wait, that piece starts out really well. Cat. Yeah. Is a bad fit there, and he's not on the table. And then he's right about Ant. So don't put him in the trade. First of all, I think if Ant is in the I trade. I guess I guess if we have to the, settle for but, Ant, but the Sixers Edwards. make that trade. The Sixers make that trade. They Again, they have a 
flawed superstar who is saying he doesn't want to go back there. You know what you lose when a guy says, I'm not going back there? Leverage. So that's a, that's a great start to the story and then a really bad turn. Um, if Gerson calls up the Sixers today and says, Aunt Edwards and, Daryl Morey says, done deal now. Like this, that's Aunt Edwards as a starting point there gets the deal done. We're all trying to get around that because we don't believe the Gerson will trade him. So the question, the question I thought that was going to be is, okay, if Ant's not involved and Cat's not involved, who would they trade? But but the talk about Damon stuff, let's stop right there. Ladies and gentlemen, if player X says, my time here is done, and he might be signed, that's fine. But if he says, I want out, and it gets out publicly, you know why GMs hate that? The leverage goes down. Nobody is going to go to them and say, well, I'm going to give you Dame and some draft picks too now. So that's a ridiculous That's a ridiculous piece based on the fact that, well, one, it brushes off Ant, which is absolutely stupid because uh, the Sixers would not do that. And two, this entire, from the Minnesota perspective, this entire discussion is how do you make the trade without Cat or Ant? Because it's my firm belief, neither one of them is going anywhere. Yeah, I think so. I, I disagree with you a little in that I think I think Daryl Morey, I think he wants we, we think Ant is going to be a superstar. And I don't know, you guys you guys probably saw that clip where he's literally cashing like five consecutive forty foot three pointers. I saw your head workout. pop up actually is what I saw. I was I very saw the excited, clip, yes. And then I saw your bald head start to emerge <laughs> in the frame. Uh, yeah, and you I can couldn't see, look away from your bald head at that point. You can see that exclusive content on the Score North TikTok and Instagram pages, which mm-hmm. we are having fun with on a daily basis. Um, so I, I, I think Daryl Morey is looking at more established, like in a perfect world. And this is part of the reason why the trade hasn't happened yet, because Portland's probably looking over at Philadelphia saying, wait a second, if we're going to trade Dame Lillard, we need somebody that can actually like be willing to shoot in the fourth quarter. Like we're, we're going to go from one of the most clutch players in the modern history of the NBA, a guy Dame time was just pulling up from forty feet and cashing game winning jumpers to a guy that like refuses to shoot layups in the fourth quarter. I mean, we can talk, but you're gonna have to get it would have to be like Simmons plus plus for Dame. And so I I from the Wolves perspective, I still want the Wolves to trade for Ben Simmons for three main reasons. All right. Number one, despite his shooting woes. He's still a really good player. Like, people have lost sight of this. We talked with Dane about this a little bit yesterday. It's like people have said, well, he doesn't pull the trigger in the fourth quarter and he can't make a free throw and he had the yips and all these things, so he's worthless, right? Not worthless. He's one of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA. He's one of the best. He can guard five positions. He's one of the best passers and open court vision guys. He can rebound really well. So he's got all these different things he brings to the table. Yes, he has deficiencies, but I don't think anyone's looking at him to be the number one superstar on a team. In fact, if the Wolves traded for him, ideally, he'd be like the third guy. Maybe even the fourth guy if they were able to keep D'Angelo Russell and uh, Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards. Number two, he's still young. He just turned 25 years old this summer, and so he, he fits the Timberwolves' window for when they're trying to win. And, and the third thing is, whoever gets him... I think is going to get him for like 50 or 75 cents on the dollar compared to what he would have gone for a year ago. I mean, a year ago we were literally talking about Ben Simmons for the number one overall pick, right? And number one overall pick, and then maybe other things uh, to match salaries. And so like for all those reasons, I want the Timberwolves to continue to be as Wode said, persistent on a trade for Simmons. I just don't know how the puzzle works for them when you start to look at like what they've already done this off, they already traded the Rubio trade chip. Uh, I was verifying again this morning with Doogie. Just all right, so Torian Prince is a nice like fourteen million dollar trade chip. You can't include other players with him in a trade until October. Mm-hmm. So like to even if it was like Beasley and Torian Prince and picks to a third team, and then the third team sends Beal or whatever, um, you couldn't even do that with Torian Prince until you know six weeks from now. So I just I I almost feel like with that Patrick Beverly trade yesterday, the Wolves have kind of said we're still exploring the Ben Simmons thing, but we got like we can't just wait around all summer. We got to make this team better and bring in some toughness and some defense and some three point shooting. And so it, it, yesterday almost felt like 
All right, we're not waving the white flag on Simmons, but we got to do something to help this year's team. So if the Sixers had gotten the offer that they want for this guy, he'd be gone by now. And so I, I think what they're going to have to accept eventually, and they probably know this, but it's hard to accept, is the fact that you said they are going to trade him probably for 75 cents on the dollar. And that's not going to get them the trade that they want exactly. Uh, Gerson's smart enough, too. It's not a bad move to go out and get a guy who is seen as a, a culture guy, a good defensive guy, and call up your old friend Daryl and say, man, I'm just about out on this. I mean, if we can't do, do this, because it's going to apply pressure. If Ben Simmons shows up at training camp for the Sixers, it's going to be a story and an issue and a distraction that would be worth putting up for if you thought he was going to stick around long term, right? But if he's not, it's best to move him now. So I wonder if Maury's going to come to the realization that at some point in time here, he's going to have to look at the best offers and make that trade. Like, I don't think, I think it's more logical the Wolves get Ben Simmons than the Trailblazers ever trade Dame for him. Because that, to me, the Trailblazers, look, first of all, Dame has not come out, I don't think, ever and officially said, I want out. Like, it's been out there sort of loosely, but then he's come out and publicly he's, not yeah, said that. I think that. He's, he's been planting seeds, but he hasn't, like, done the right. full, like, burn the bridges. Thing. But there's not a frontal. There, it, it's not frontal yet. So I don't think that – I think if Portland's going to trade him, it's going to be in a package where where they, contr- they control the price completely. Um, so, yeah, I think this is all going down a path of the Sixers, unless something drastically changes here. The Sixers need to accept that this guy probably is going to have to be dealt. And don't forget, too, he's coming off as talented as Ben Simmons might be. He's coming off a bad playoff series in which it was embarrassingly bad shooting-wise in Philadelphia. Not in Miami. Not in Minnesota. You know, he's he had he's a pariah among the fans there. Yeah, they'll, you, they'll turn on you a lot quicker and make your life more well, miserable and harder to pull yeah, out of a slump. And, you know, sure. you talk about sports talk call-in shows there, they will. So if you take him to opening night and cross your fingers and say, I, I hope, I hope it's fine now, and it's not, it gets uglier from there. And that's where you go down a path of, oh, my God, what are we going to do? We have to trade him now. Um, I think that the Sixers are smart enough to probably know the best alternative is to find the best package they can possibly get right now, which is why if you're the Wolves, I think you got an outside shot in a three-team trade and make the move because that market is among, if not the most brutal in sports. So I want I want to lay out sort of to your point there, um, how could it still work for the Timberwolves? Reckless speculation. And this reckless speculation Thursday on a Wednesday is powered by our friends at PXG Minneapolis. PXG is here to help you improve your golf game. PXG Minneapolis is a golfer's paradise. They've got some of the best clubs on the market right now. You can test them out. And uh, it's just, I mean, just a fun place to walk into, quite frankly. Uh, it's a mecca of, of golf for enthusiasts. And uh, that summer apparel is still, you know, I'm going to have to switch to the fall apparel here soon. When the state fair is over, it tends to, tends to switch over. Uh, but check them out, PXG Minneapolis and Southdale Center and PXG dot com slash Minneapolis. So if the Wolves were to deal with Philadelphia one-on-one, they'd almost certainly have to trade D'Angelo Russell. Like even just from like a salary standpoint, I mean, Philadelphia needs two things. They need, you need to match the salaries and Ben Simmons on a multi-year deal is about $35 million a year. So you have to come close to matching the salaries. Um, and Philadelphia in a one-on-one trade would need someone to be a good Robin to the Joel Embiid Batman, right? You'd need, you know, presumably they're looking for someone that can make shots in the fourth quarter and that can just be a little bit more of a complimentary player to Joel Embiid. The, I mean, the closest thing the Timberwolves have is D'Angelo Russell. I don't know that Philadelphia looks at him as like the, the star that they want to acquire uh, for Ben Simmons. And the problem for the Wolves is they'd be breaking up their main core three players, Cat, um, Ant, and D'Lo, that they really liked down the stretch last year. So, Simmons and Russell, like, let's say you made that swap. Let's say Philadelphia was like, all right, we're not getting Lillard. We're not getting Beal. Uh, the Warriors thing fell through, and so let's just – we got we to gotta move this guy. Um, we're not in love with the Timberwolves package, but D'Lo is a better fit opposite Embiid than Ben Simmons. And I'm just 
going down this path. The problem for the Wolves is you'd have to decide, is it like, would you want to swap D'Lo for the like literal polar opposite player in Ben Simmons? Like you couldn't find two more opposite skill sets. D'Lo offense shooting needs the ball all the time. Defense optional, right? Simmons doesn't need to shoot more than eight to 10 times a game. Oftentimes lanky perimeter defender rebounder, all those things. I actually think Simmons, if you just had to make that swap, I actually think there's a chance Simmons would be better for this team than D'Lo. But again, it's like, how would that land with Cat? Um, it, it would just be a huge shakeup that you'd have to be prepared to handle on multiple levels because you'd be swapping out polar opposite players. If the Wolves pull a third team in, which is what Woj is saying, and that's probably the more likely route because I just I don't think like if Philadelphia. If Philadelphia wanted D'Lo, and if the Wolves thought D'Lo for Simmons was a good swap, I think it would have happened by now. Um, so I think getting a third team involved is the most realistic, but let's say it's Portland. Well, Portland doesn't need the Wolves. If Portland wants to trade Damian Lillard, the salary is pretty much matched. Like if, if Portland wants to trade Dame Lillard for Ben Simmons and a couple picks, they would just do it. They don't, need, they don't need the Wolves involved. They don't need the Wolves involved for money. They don't need the Wolves involved for really anything else other than, like, if the Wolves were involved, they wouldn't be getting Ben Simmons. Portland would be getting Ben Simmons. And so the Wolves, they really need a team like Washington. And Bradley Beal, much like Damian Lillard, has kind of hinted that he kind of wants out, but he hasn't hit the nuke button yet. He hasn't hit the, like, I want out, get me the bleep out of here. You're a potential mess. So trading him makes more sense than Dame. It's actually kind of amazing that Beal hasn't been more frontal about wanting out like I don't know what he's clinging to in Washington like they're not going anywhere they're not going to do anything Mm -hmm. Um, and so like let's say let's say Beal who makes about the same amount of money as as Simmons so the salaries would match the the problem there would be if you just if you're if you're Washington would you just want to swap Beal for Simmons or would you want sort of like a multitude of future picks and assets and whatnot I don't know that Washington would need the Wolves involved. Like the, the Wolves could get involved, and maybe Washington would say, we don't really want Ben Simmons, but we would trade Beal for like three future first-round picks that the Wolves could give. That, that's it, yes. Yes. If, so if, you're, kind, like, you're kind of hoping that it's Washington as a third team, unless there's another option out I'm there that I'm not thinking of. If I'm, if I'm Washington, does Ben Simmons really help me a ton? Because I'm not good. You're not going to be um, good for two or three years right. either, and he's so, expensive, and his contract will be up. So I want I want what you can give me as far as draft picks go and as far as young players go. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where I think there would be no question in the path you're going down. Jaden McDaniels goes to Washington. But, here, but here's, but he here's the traded. problem. I agree with that, but here's the problem. If you're the Wolves, you have to yep. find like 35, let's say like 30-ish million dollars in contracts to trade. Yep. And you can't include Torian Prince with another player. So he's off the board. So just from like a pure puzzle, like financial puzzle perspective, Beasley makes, I want to say, 15, 14 or 15. So he's like, all right, Beasley's out. Yep. Jade McDaniels is only like two, three, four million dollars. So now now you're kind of down to you got D'Lo at 30. You got Torian Prince, who you can't include. So he's out. So it's basically Patrick Beverly's fourteen million. So you'd be you'd be trading Patrick Beverly, who's thirty three, and he'd be on his fourth team in like a month. You'd be trading <laughs> yeah. Beverly and Malik Beasley and Jaden McDaniels to make the money work, and then like a couple future first round picks. Um, I mean that's a lot. Like you're giving up one of the best three point shooters. You're giving up a good hard nosed two way player, this and then Jaden McDaniels and like yeah. for Ben Simmons and, but, and like. I don't know that I, I don't know if I'm going okay. like, to I would feel more comfortable with like Rubio go back and retrospect Rubio's salary Beasley and then picks Beverly Beasley McDaniels and a pick is like all right hey I like Ben Simmons but put I don't down know. put down the Wolves Kool-Aid and realize if you're going to get this guy <laughs> it's going to cost you a ton like but but I mean this is where you have to think this through now and say would you make the trade and the answer might be no, but the point is, like, if you're going to do this with a third team or not, it's going to cost you. Like, you're not going to get a trade where you're like, "We won that for sure." There's going to be some indecision here, and I, I think McDaniel's would absolutely for any team that wants youth be a key part. And that kid, you know, to to our basketball scout here, Dex's credit, I have no idea how he knew it, but that kid's special. 
I mean, he's a good player, hell of a player. I don't know if he's special yet. In fact, I almost feel like you can probably take advantage of like people thinking he's special to sell high on him. He's far more special than I expected. How about that? Yeah, and and the thing about him too is like, even if he's not special, if he's just a really good rotation player for the next four years at like three million, whatever the I have to go look four million dollars a year, um, that's a valuable thing. So, would you rather trade D'Lo? Let's say D'Lo and like something else for Ben Simmons in a one-on-one deal with Philadelphia and swap polar opposite players. Or would you rather give up like Malik Beasley, Pat Beverly, Jade McDaniels, and let's say a future first round pick? I'm I'm giving up D'Lo. I just he's he's got some big shot ability. He obviously can can get hot every once in a while, but I what what's the point of always hitting those buckets if this team can't play defense? And I think Ben Simmons brings more value than D'Lo's going to bring. And I know D'Lo was the man in Brooklyn there for a little bit and helped out Brooklyn, but also it was the East, and the East is very, very soft compared to the West. And I'd much rather facilitate a trade around D'Angelo Russell and maybe a, a draft pick or two than punt on Jaden McDaniels and mortgaging out the farm just to get Ben Simmons. I, I really like D'Lo's fun when he's hot, but... Mostly, I, I think he's honestly kind of overrated. That's kind of where I'm looking at. I agree. So, I so think he's overrated. The, so what's the straight one-for-one one trade then, Phil? D'Lo what and like what? So um, if, if it's a Wolves-Sixers trade, what's the trade? I think it would be D'Lo plus something. And then it kind of depends on what is the something. Like, I, I've seen some ideas floated out, like, would you do, like, D'Lo and Malik for... Like maybe it's D'Lo Malik and a pick for Simmons and Seth Curry, so that you're like you're swapping shooters, you're making salaries yeah. work, and yeah. and you're and you're and you're giving Philadelphia a little extra rub with with a future first round pick or something. To to Declan's point, I do think I think people can be hard on D'Lo. I I was hard on D'Lo early last year when Cat was out. It's like, dude, if D'Lo is as good as advertised, like why are they still getting beat by forty, yeah. you know, twenty five points, thirty? Like the game should be more competitive. Um, he's a good player. I don't think he's like the leader of a team ever. But if you're telling me at some point there would be a way, the only way to get Simmons is to swap D'Lo. I would say, all right, if it can be D'Lo and something that doesn't like, you know, take everything out of your cupboards. And my ball handlers are now, so I've got Cat, I've got, um, I've still got Torian Prince. So I've got some, I've got, Ideally, Jaden McDaniels, I've got some nice wing players and some length out there. And my ball handlers are now Anthony Edwards and Ben Simmons. And I've got Patrick Beverly still for this season and Jalen Noel. Jalen Noel was like the third leading scorer in the summer league. He showed some promise last year. I don't think you have a problem with ball handlers. I think, and I think your defense gets a lot better. And Anthony Edwards should be in a place where he's taking a lot of the shots late in the games. And so... Um, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Ideally, if you're going to get Simmons, you would do it while keeping D'Lo, but I just don't know if that's going to be possible anymore yeah. with the with the trade chips that they've shipped out to this point. So I've got the, I, I think I've got what the uh, potential current ask is and why this deal's not done. So my guess is this. It's Curry and Simmons. You're right on that. It's D'Lo, Beasley, and my guess is they're asking for McDaniels back as well. Because hmm. if you're the Sixers, Reckless think about what Jaden McDaniels... Hmm. So if you're trading this kid who is a good defender and and basically a, a hard worker, right? Like, his his problems are probably mental. They're not lack of effort. They're not he's a bad kid. I, I don't think, he at least, that he is. My guess is that they're asking for McDaniels back because McDaniels brings the same type of mentality and skill set as far as work goes. Listen, not I, as I think, talented, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're saying so this deal? I'm just pulling up. I want. I just want to see what Jay McDaniels. Jay McDaniels is two million dollars uh, cap it this year. Yeah, not much. Which, by the way, like I mean, that's a, that's such a bargain. Like if yep. he's going to be a, a rotation player who plays great defense, $2 but he's the guy dollars. that would intrigue. But if I'm making a trade and. And I want to. I want the world back from you. He intrigues me. So, okay, just for fun here. Um, oh, so this is D-Lo, fun. This is reckless D- speculation, baby. <laughs> reckless 
speculation. So I don't think you'd need the Beasley-Curry swap here, but I think the Wolves would be saying, like, listen, let's try and let's try and beef this thing up. Let's let's try and I'll scratch your back, you scratch ours. Like, we can't just – like, what they would say is, all right, D'Lo for Simmons would be the ideal swap, potentially. But the Sixers would say, well, we need a little something more. And the Wolves would say, okay, well, we could give you Beasley, but now the salaries don't work out. And we lost two of our best shooters, so what are you going to give us? And that's how these that's how these things go from like one for ones to like five player trades, right? Yep. So if if you went down that path, if it was if it was D'Lo and Beasley, that's forty four million dollars in in cap. Uh, Jaden makes it forty six, and the Sixers would be sending you Ben Simmons thirty three, and this is just for this year. This that goes up next year, and Seth Curry at like eight, so that would be forty one. Mm-hmm. And where are the Sixers to the luxury right now? Well, they ju- the and they thing. just signed Embiid to a supermax yesterday. Yep. So I'd have to see. It looks like they've got eight million dollars in luxury tax space, so they would they mm-hmm. would be able to. So that would be a five million dollar difference. They would be able to do that. So, oh, it's interesting. It's interesting. You, I, I, when Woj says the Wolves are being persistent, that's very, very interesting because he doesn't just float that. It's kind of, kind of feels like the Sixers want to date Lillard and maybe somebody else, and maybe they're right. talking with the Warriors. But the Wolves are the team that keeps knocking on the door and saying, yes. "What about us? What about us? Here's an idea. Hey, what about this? We got trade machine guy. Yep. Here's and my guess is, here. and my guess is that Portland's like, dude, if if we're going to make this trade, we control it. Like if if you look at the potential Wolves Sixers trade, the Wolves control or I'm sorry, the Sixers control it, right? Like yeah. they've got the player that the Wolves want. Um, I think in the reverse case with the Trailblazers, Portland has the player the Sixers want. Yeah. And so I I'm guessing the negotiating dynamic with Portland is very different from than than what Gerson has going on with his old buddy Daryl Morey. Yeah. Interesting. So uh, there's that's your just little reckless. fix. That's, that's just reckless speculation. Reckless speculation. Nothing speculation. more than reckless speculation, which isn't Thursday fun. It's Wednesday. a lifestyle. Uh, you know what else is a lifestyle? Helping businesses for Federated. Mm-hmm. That's all that. They're just sitting there. That's important stuff. Just one-on-one relationships, and, and uh, they've been around for over 100 years. They've got all kinds of services and resources. You can find out more through their website about Training systems, my shield risk management, the Federated Risk Management Academy, uh, the seven minute safety trainer, all kinds of things. Federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. So, well, um, let's take a deep breath here. Let's collect ourselves because we've got write that down and an accountability session coming up next on the show, Mackie and Judd. Yeah, most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Yeah, this is the most innovative segment in all of sports talk here, okay? And you can find it. On Mackie and Judd every Wednesday, and also on Purple Daily every Wednesday, where we put our entire reputations, careers, credibility all on the line with write that down predictions and an accountability session. You always wonder, why do these talking heads never admit that they're wrong? Uh Because they're cowards. They're cowards. It's true. Calling them out? They're not willing to face the music like Mackie, Judd, and Declan. the score in Chicago? Cowards. Cowards. Yeah, keep wow. going. Keep going. What else ESPN you got? in Los Cowards. Angeles? Cowards. Cowards. Um, WIP. Cowards. Cowards. Oh cowards. Delete. <laughs> Delete. Boston Sports Talk Radio, Boston? All cowards. cowards. Especially show? cowards. I, I, I like them. They're fine. Those guys are pretty good. Yeah, Those fine. guys are pretty good. All right. Um, so uh, write that down. By the way, um, for all of you uh, Vikings fans out there, uh, Jeff Diamond, former Vikings general manager, nineteen ninety eight season, and also he was the he was the uh, executive of the year for the Titans in the late nineties, ninety nine. He jumped over the Titans. He's doing daily camp updates on Score North Radio. You can find them throughout the morning and afternoon on AM fifteen hundred Score North Radio live dot So check those out. Um, should we jump right into this? I think we're going to have a pretty hearty 
session here of accountability. All right. So brace yourselves. This is the way Write That Down works. Three predictions each week from everybody. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of batting averages and home runs. And listeners, if you guys want to participate, you can send us a message through the feedback link at the bottom of the Score North app homepage. It's a free app to download. It's our central hub for everything we do at Score North, all of Judd's written work. So uh, check us out on that platform, the Score North app. Judd, you actually had nothing come off the board. So your your 400 batting average. I was all excited. Well, you had plenty come off the board in the Purple Daily edition of Right That. I know, but I okay. All right, that's fine. See you guys, bye. Brace yourselves. Oh, boy. Oh, my. Because old Macadac Uh had a hot week in Write That Down. So let's start with uh, Nelson Cruz will hit at least one home run against the Twins over the weekend. This is Chris Calabello. Chris Calabello. Come on now. Really hot for a month. I'm much more sustainable than Chris Calabello. Yeah, once your promotion, then you'll be demoted, and then we'll get to give that out (laughs) like we did the last time. Is he still playing like the wood the wood bat leagues out east? Is he still? I think, well, I think so. I know he got he popped go like, again. I think he's got popped twice for roids, <laughs> so that's fun. Just keeps going back to the well. Yeah, you know what? That's amazing. I do the exact same thing. I can't blame screw it. Well, remember when? Um, who was it? Uh, Melky Cabrera. That yeah. he was yeah. with the White Sox for a while. The Yankees, I think. Yep. So. He he got popped for like eighty games, mm-hmm. and then came back the next year and signed a two year, sixteen million dollar free agency yep. contract. It's like, well, he led the so I can still make sixteen million dollars yeah. after yeah. a suspension. He led the yeah. league in batting yeah. average, but he was I think it was voided because of his suspension. Yep, I said Jalen Noel will average at least twenty points per game in the summer league. He averaged twenty two and a half. I say Greg Joseph will not miss a kick in the first preseason game. He was very clutch, very clutch. Uh, I think he, I think he made both field goals under thirty-five yards, but the wind was howling throughout oh, the stadium. I was there. You so. should have seen the wind in, in that tough. indoor stadium. I mean, a door opened and it was unbelievable. I said the end of the Bachelorette season will not play out traditionally with two guys walking down the aisle and then she rejects one of them. Um, it all kind of went to hell before that, and only one guy went yeah, down the aisle. We haven't talked about so. that since, but yeah. yeah. And then I said either Woj, Shams, or Chris B. Haynes will connect the Wolves to Ben Simmons this summer. Yesterday was the first official time this happened when Woj said the Wolves are being persistent with the Sixers. Right. I did say that Bachelorette Katie will confirm or infer strongly that she was sex positive, so to speak. Uh, quantified that as being third base or home with one of the contestants before fantasy week and did not happen. But that's a pretty good week right there. That's a that's a five for six week. Yeah, that's that's impressive. The... All right, the listeners, brother Liam had a couple things come off the board, including something groundbreaking for the show here. We'll start with this one though. Brother Liam said Kevin Fiala, Jordan Greenway, and Matt Dumba will all be in different sweaters next season. I mean, unless so Fiala just signed the contract. Yep. I guess there could still be a trade for yeah, Greenway and Dumba, and if there is, we'll no, come I back to it. I think you're fine to yeah, say it's fine. wrong. Okay. Uh, Matt said the Wolves will be Summer League champions. Damn Kings. So why weren't the Wolves in the championship game? They were 4-0, too. Yeah, I don't know. How does that work? They got blown out by the Pelicans, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, well, because they didn't play uh, their two best Summer League players. They didn't Obviously. play Jalen or Jaden. <laughs> oh, here we go. They would have they would have won that game going away with those two guys, but here, here we go. Here we go. Uh, so Bennett self-reported via DM. He said none of the eighty-nine features will make it into Madden twenty-two, and the hashtag fix Madden franchise will trend on Twitter in August. So he DM'd me and self-reported that this was wrong. So I'm just gonna trust his self-report. Good for him. Yeah. And then brother Liam comes back up to the plate. Knocks a little dirt off his cleats on behalf of his brother Declan and said by Labor Day, Declan will be, I'm going to say, I'm going to preface this by saying, um, Declan has had, uh, Declan's had some, I don't know if it's bad luck, but like, it's been kind of a, kind of a tough year and a half in the relationship department for our guy Declan here. But brother Liam had trust and faith and said by Labor Day, Declan will be in an official relationship that is social media binding. And Brother. Declan has posted a photo on his Instagram from wow. Target Field social media binding relationship, wow. dude. And that's a bomb. Where's the, the, where's the breaking news sounder? Play the breaking news sounder. 
this just into the newsroom. Wow, way to go, Brother Liam. Now, there was another prediction, too, from Brother Liam. He said by December 31st, Declan will be in a Facebook official relationship. So what's the... What's the holdup here, man? There, 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 there's no that, that if if that's binding to Facebook, that has not come off the board, and that hasn't happened yet. So that that can stay what's, on what's there. What's stopping you? I mean, you could you it's could true. give Brother Liam a point right it's now true. by just logging on it's your. It's true. Facebook. No, no, no. Oh, we'll, looking at the picture, this is we'll, cute. We'll, we'll, we'll give the home run right now. Picture. I'm so proud. Oh my God! But yes, I am. I am in an official relationship. Oh, what a nice girl. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations, dude. Thanks, pal. Thanks, pals. Uh, so, Declan, we'll get to I you say, here. I didn't say congratulations. I'm giving it more time, actually. Uh, Declan said Kevin Fiala will agree to a contract before getting to arbitration. The hearing was uh, supposed to be yesterday, and he did agree to contract. You said there will be a Woj or Shams tweet or report mentioning the Wolves having interest in Ben Simmons. Nice. You whiffed a couple mm. times. You said Kaprizov yeah. will sign between last week and this week's Write That Down. He is not and that Fiala will be traded by the Wild this offseason. Mm. So, but right. overall, pretty, pretty, pretty good oh, week here. Geez. So, Judd, oh you're God. still batting 400 with five bombs. I have crawled all the way up from fourth to second in batting average. What a 359 week. with two home runs. Declan, 356 with two home runs. And the listeners, 304 with six Getting home runs, there. which leads... The league overall, all-time stats. We've tracked these since 2018. Judd, 174 hits, 13 homers. I'm at 140 hits, 12 homers. Listeners, 116 hits and a league-leading 15 homers all-time. Declan, 62 hits and four home runs. So, all right, uh, Declan, the newly minted relationship. Declan, why don't you introduce our guest listener predictor here? All right, let's uh, let's get our guy Kip on here. It's not my Boyfriend or girlfriend, by the way. Kip is just a loyal fan of the show. Um, I'm not. So, in Kip and Declan, how did you guys meet? Yeah, how did yeah. you guys meet? You know, no, 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 uh, no Viking, apps. You know, just just Viking, normal organic Viking, meeting. You know, VikingsFansOnly.com. Yeah. You guys met. Vikings Reddit. Oh my God, I love your opinions. Where I found him on I found him on OnlyFans. There, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> God, I just want to see. I want to see Declan on OnlyFans before the end of the year. That's what needs to happen. Uh, so here's how this is going to work. We're going to start with Kip and then Judd, Declan, myself. The predictions must be quantifiable, and that's pretty much the only rule. You can make a prediction about pretty much anything you want. So, Kip, you've done this before. Why don't you start us off? Okay, Declan, you might want to cue the hallelujah music because I'm, I'm going to come out swinging here. Write it down. You like writing things down. So by the trade deadline, the Vikings will trade Kirk Cousins to the Denver Broncos and bring home the prodigal oh. son, Teddy Bridgewater. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? what is happening right now? Oh, my God. So you foresee a slow start to the season for the Vikings? Because that's the only way that would happen, right? I I, I am I, I am a Zolgadian disciple. Judd knows this. I post everything on Twitter for Judd. And... I, this feels like 2010 all over again. There's just something wrong. And when Mike Zimmer came firing out on Saturday, there was no hold punches. And it's just going to end. And when Kirk Cousins, when Judd was throwing fastballs at the conference and, and Cousins was avoiding it, I'm like, it's 2010 all over again. They're trying to get a way out of this. They could save $35 million and sign all the offensive line next year and bring home Teddy Bridgewater who got a applause at U.S. Bank Stadium yeah. on Saturday? Wow. Okay. So, so if if Kirk Cousins had to choose, you are you got to sit down for an hour and a half dinner with either Judd Zolgad, who will just pepper you with personal COVID and vaccination <laughs> questions, or or Everson Griffin, who thinks you're ass. Uh, who do you think he's choosing? <laughs> oh, he'll he'll take Judd. <laughs> you think so? He'll take I was Judd. Kip, the one thing, so if, if you connect the dots, the only the only real similarity between 2010 and 2021 is mm-hmm. me. Oh. <laughs> Judd so is just there slinging, slinging questions there, at press conferences. There, there, there is, that is totally true because I, I listened when you guys did the rewind on 2010 with Brian Murphy, which was excellent, by the way. I just was like, yeah, now I'm kind of connecting the dots as, as well. But, I mean, Judd, if you offered him a pack of Surly Brewing, then I'm pretty sure he might come down a bit on, 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 the, uh, 
on on his questions with COVID vaccination. What? What was that? Big, yeah. Oh, furious? You mean furious? I, I right mean, yeah. Come on, yeah. Kirk, let's have a drink. Let's talk about it. All right, Judd, you're up next year. First, write all that right. down prediction of the week. World Series prediction. I'm oh. unveiling it already, and it's going oh, to be a rematch of the 1959 World Series. The White Sox will face the Dodgers. Wow. The White Sox. The Dodgers probably going to get in as a wild card. I think the Giants are going to run out of steam. I think Max Scherzer going to the Dodgers is going to be huge for him. And I like the White Sox. I mean, I thought the Larusa thing would be a disaster. It has it's not been, been. So I'm going White Sox Dodgers. All right. Write this down. All right. The newly minted relationship, Declan. Your first prediction. All right. Uh, I'll hedge a little bit on a Twins prediction here because I'm pretty sure after like April I said they'd lose a hundred. Uh, but I will say the Twins will get to at least seventy wins in 2021. So the Twins will get to at least seventy wins in 2021. If they play 500 baseball the rest of the way, they are they are well clear of the 70 win mark. Yeah, so I, th- I think they, they have would... to win 17 of their final 34. So yeah, they basically have to play like near 500 ball for that to happen. Okay, cool. Write this down. All right, my first. Pre- so I'm I'm gonna warn you guys here. Uh, I again soaked in Wolves Kool Aid this morning. Oh my god! I was in my Wolves <laughs> Kool Aid steamer. Oh. So I've got a sauna that just that just steams Wolves Kool Aid, and I also have uh, a jacuzzi that I soak in in Wolves Kool Aid, and a Wolves cold <sighs> tub too, just to make sure that I've you know got all the bases covered. So write this down. Anthony Edwards will drop at least 40 points in one of the first five regular season games this year. Mm-hmm. Y'all saw that video. I mean, come on, dude. He's shooting from 40 feet. So he's yeah. got Steph Curry range, and he's got Dwayne Wade hops. I mean, he's like the perfect creative player on uh, NBA 2K. So I'm Write this down. You keep it. going back to the same girl over and over and Yeah, don't over. do that. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Take a lesson from Dex. Yeah, don't let's take a lesson from me. Don't do that. <laughs> Quit that. Move on. All right. We should we should actually have some more predictions here to see if Declan's current official relationship lasts I, through the end of the summer. <laughs> I want I want a picture of Phil in like a wolves stuffed teddy bear on Instagram by tonight. That's what I want. Oh my All God. right. All right. We'll see. Make it happen. It's official. Right. His relationship is official then. Back to Kip, your second prediction, sir. Okay, so I think I'm going to hedge a little bit on on the on the twins, and I and and I got a little bit of of, of dread in me. By the end of next season, 2022, barring a lockout, the twins and Rafael Baldelli will agree to part ways. I think I, I think that it's just they're going to try one more year. It's not going to work, and instead of firing him, they may give him an office job, but they're going to agree to part. Ways, there it is. Okay, interesting. Okay. All right. I've thought about very, that. very. Paul, cool. Mo- Paul Molitor was back in the broadcast booth. I mm-hmm. love like whenever the Twins part ways with like a GM or a manager. It, it, for whatever reason, there's never any hard feelings. Like right, hire just yeah, I'll just uh, I'll just come back next year, hang out, hang out with everybody. Terry Ryan just yeah, I'll just be an advisor. Yep, whatever. You know, Paul Molitor, yeah, I'll just I'll do some games, <laughs> some broadcast. Write this down. You got fired, man. Be mad for a couple of years. Uh, Judd, your second prediction. So the Twins are giving a good long look right now to Brent Rooker in mm-hmm. left field. And while he has some pop, he has a tendency to strike out a ton as well. I think he's going to be, in, in Twins fashion, one of the guys they give up on. And he will not be back with the Twins after this season. Brent yeah. Rooker will not be back. I think he gets put into a trade or something off the record. But he's not back next season. Okay. So, like, off the 40-man roster, like, on an organization? No okay. Nope, nope, nope. He won't be back with the Twins franchise. By opening day, basically. This season. Yeah. Okay. okay. Write that down. All right. Back over to Declan here, the old ball and chain. Yeah. God, this is, this is going to be a thing now, isn't it? This is, this is yeah. exactly what everyone wanted. Um, yeah, which means they'll be yeah, the old single again in two, okay. in two weeks because he can't take it. All right. Yeah, okay. It was a hot, okay. it was a hot Declan summer, but I, I, I got tied down. Um, anyway. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Second. Tied down. Wow. You're going to have a conversation tonight if she, uh, if she doesn't yeah. watch it. Yeah, there will be an interesting one there. Uh, second prediction. Andrelton Simmons will be DFA'd by the Twins by the end of the month. 
I just I, I don't oh, understand wow. how the hell this He's is keeping every day. to go. Did you play it again today? Why is he playing every day? Did you guys see errors. that he had like a forty game stretch or something without yes. an extra base hit, which yes. is like the longest in however many years for the Twins? I, I believe he also has three errors in his last three games. Dude, he's a disaster. I thought that was such a great signing when they made it. I came on this yeah. show. You guys got to watch the YouTube clips. So he's one of the greatest defenders of all time. He just like I don't know. Did they? Did they? Did they suck the baseball soul out of his body and like, I think he sucked the soul replace out of the it with Matt body. Tolbert or something? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's write that down. Interesting guy. Um, all right. My second prediction here. Again, I am drenched in Wolves Kool Aid oh, for these, God. but. Here's my prediction, okay? So I think the Wolves are done making big moves this offseason, so I'm going to quantify that by saying, write this down, between now and October 1st, the Wolves will not trade for a player who makes more than $10 million a year. So, like, they could still make a trade, but I'm saying they won't trade for a player that makes more than $10 million a year, which would be a significant move. And that Wolves Kool-Aid-drenched prediction was presented. There's no better way to dry off than to hop on a ride, Mm -hmm. a Harley, get out, get that summer breeze blowing through your Timberwolves-drenched clothing, and uh, ride around. Dennis Kirk can help you. If you like to ride and you want to take advantage of the last couple months of riding season here, Dennis Kirk has you covered 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets included, and if you order by 8 p.m., they ship the same day, and shipping is free for orders over $89. When the open road calls, head to DennisKirk.com. All right, back to Kip, your final prediction here. Write that down. Oh, boy. That, that, was, a good, that was a good read there. So I'm trying to quantify this, and, and, and it's kind of a fun thing. And it involves two years, a few years ago, Phil Mackey, got to write that down prediction where he basically used Judd to get that said prediction. I believe it had something to do with Allianz field and drinking and, oh, yeah. and, and, and Judd took great offense to that. So yeah. write this down by the end of write that down, Phil Mackey will goat Judd or Declan into a prediction, which will vault him as the write that down winner. Wow. By the end of right that down season, Phil Mackey will use his trickery and <laughs> deceit, and and deceit. then yeah, deceit and Judd will be livid, but Phil Mackey will win. Write that down by by goading some of his own predictions towards the end of the year. Something up his sleeve. He's the astros. I'm going to put a poison pill in Judd's contract. Like the, Judd, he, Judd he must make a certain amount of appearances. He, he's, he's banging on surly cans. It's a bunch of crap. I, 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 I was going to do an if-then prediction, but I know you don't like that, and, and Judd loves those. So. Yeah, you got, we got to get rid of the qualifiers. So, Kip, since uh, you've got this gigantic, life-changing platform here, again, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that got you to this point? So before I say that quickly, Declan, when you become in a relationship, then everyone's going to ask when you get married. And then when you get married, everyone's going to ask when you have kids. So mm. it only gets worse from here. Sweet. Listen, just just, just prefacer. So Oof. just just wait for it. So I do want to thank you guys. I, I listen to you guys every day. I've literally stopped listening to ESPN because I just, they drive me up the wall. They had 30 days of Aaron Rodgers takes about the same thing. And I'm like, <laughs> there, there, there's nothing to talk about. It's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers showed up in the Leave the man alone. But I was, I, I love listening to you guys, Purple Daily, and, of course, Matthew Collar and, and Sam Ekstrom. You know, those are the main ones I, I listen to. And, of course, have listened to Doogie every Thursday for, for Scoop Session. Got to get the scoops and the rumors. And Patrick Royce is just a hoot to listen to when he goes and rants and raves. So um, appreciate, appreciate you guys, and I'll definitely keep supporting. Congratulations on that Marconi finalist. Hopefully you guys win that. That's right. Mackie sure, and sir. Mackie and MFing Judd. That's what we got. Marconi <laughs> finalists. Yep. Yep. All right, I Kip. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right. Back over to Judd MFing Zolgad. Marconi finalist Judd Zolgad. I'm going to ask a quick question. Declan, do we yep. have on the record a prediction yet about Kirill Kaprizov's exact term and money? For his next I, contract. I have one. Declan does. Yep, I have one that it's it's at least five years. Okay. I believe, okay. right, I'm, Phil? I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give you the years and the money. Wow. Okay. 
I just want to make sure that Judd doesn't have one here. I've got one already. I've, I've got one in a roundabout way, but it's not this precise. I found it last night. Okay. 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 Yep. So I'm going to give you the exact terms of what this contract is going to be once it's agreed to. Write that down. Kirill Kaprizov will agree to a five-year contract that will pay him $9 million per season with the Wild. So five times nine. Okay. So he'll make $45 million over five years. But it's going to end up being five years at nine mil. Okay. 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 Cool. Okay. Yep. Well, write that down. Okay. Declan? I am. Uh, my final prediction. Uh, I'm, I'm getting out of these WWE predictions, but I'm, I'm just going to get one in here one last time. Um, John Cena will win the Universal Championship at SummerSlam this weekend. Oh, so, and that would just be a great way to really freshen things exactly. up for the WWE, wouldn't it? Exactly. And we'll also just get John, just get John Cena the, for twenty straight years, you know. And then also the the cherry on top will be then Goldberg also beating Bobby Lashley because that's also happening at SummerSlam. Yeah. On I Saturday think we all well. need. I I, it's, I was just thinking, like, man, what would really freshen up the WWE? How about Goldberg and John Cena holding championships? Just be amazing. You guys are so out on good old Vince. Well, yeah, I think I think old Vinny needs to maybe take a step away from the project. Yeah, write that down. All right, and final prediction here. All right, this might be a home run. I don't know, but I'm going to say Patrick Beverly will show restraint this season with the Timberwolves. Everyone thinks he's going to come in. He's going to shove players in the back like he did Chris Paul. Write this down. Patrick Beverly will not get ejected all season for the Timberwolves. Right, maybe they trade him at some point. I'm just saying, as a Timberwolf, Patrick Beverly will not get ejected in any games. Write it down. All right. That down. By the way, if he gets traded tomorrow, that prediction still counts because he will not have been ejected. Wait, just read want, it again. Read it I again. said he will not get ejected this season for the Timberwolves or in a, in a Timberwolves uniform. Okay, I would argue the season has to start for it. If he gets traded during the season, I think it's well, very fair. Well, I, but, but I never I, I traded tomorrow. He, the season doesn't start. But I'm saying I'm saying he won't be ejected. Right, but the season doesn't start. So, like, if he gets traded before the season starts, I don't think the clock started on. But, the but what about the predictions? Repeat, like a bunch of people have made predictions that say that the the Minnesota Twins um, will not win a playoff game this year. Well, the, don't they have to be in the playoffs? No. They just don't have. They just have to not win a playoff game. I'm saying he won't get a right, but they had a chance to be in the playoffs. If Beverly never plays a game well, for the Wolves, the season. Does, I'm saying if he plays one game and gets traded, I think it's fair game. Okay, I so he. So you're saying all I right. think the season has to start. Like the he has to play at least started. a minute for the Timberwolves. Is what yes, you're saying. yes, and and keep in mind too. Just trying to preserve your. You're just trying to preserve your batting average lead. Damn straight, fine. I am, and keep it. And plus, I got tricked, duped, and and bamboozled, bamboozled. at a. Allianz Field, and don't forget too, Patrick Beverly is suspended for the first game of the season. Oh, that's right. Oh, is it just that. one game for the Chris is, Paul? Push. Is it just one game? It's just the first game of the season. <laughs> but I, I was reading Chris Hines' piece. He said he's suspended. All right, I can live with that one. Okay, okay. All right, those are your write that down predictions here and accountability session. Mackie and Judd, daily Minnesota sports entertainment. And if you could click the subscribe button on the Score North and Purple Daily YouTube channels, then we will deliver you daily Minnesota sports and Vikings entertainment. Thanks for hanging out with us. Tomorrow is officially Reckless Speculation Thursday, so uh, get mentally prepared for that. That'll be fun.